This broadcast is part of the IC Robots Radio Network. Visit icrobots.com for this and many other nerd slash nostalgia related podcasts. You won't be sorry for long. Toys R Us report, recorded live from inside the Pooptronic Cellular Undersea Base 0001, 6.5 miles below the ocean surface. He got a call from Tony Rome, the FBI was tapping his telephone. He's your host, IC Robot. If you're looking for me, you better check under the sea. It is your dude, I see robots, and I'm not a hero, but I do sacrifice a bit of my week each and every week to make your week a bit less weak. And this week, this week, I think it's going to get a lot less weak. We got, we got a bit of an abbreviated show, but it's still going to be fun. We're going to talk about movies, we're going to talk about stuff, talk about toys, talk about things. I, I got a jam all set to go here. Damn, I, I closed the window. Let me, let me see if I can find it here, uh. Hold it now. Hit it. Check one, check two. This is not a test. Check one, check two. This is your emergency broadcast. Excuse me, my world got me full of myself. Cocky, something that I just can't help, especially when them 20s is spinning like windmills. On the ice, 32 below minus the winter. Nifty, the word that best defines me. I'm just grinding main. Y'all never mind me. You are listening to the Toys R Us Report, the greatest podcast in the world. Hey, this is me, IC Robots, and yes, indeed, we definitely are the greatest podcast in the world. This is, this is, of course, the good old T-R-U-R-P-T. I, I'm down in a weird corner near the... Near where the power generators are here in the in the undersea station, they use some form of cold fusion to power this whole thing. I I don't know. I I've seen some of the stuff. It it reminded me of the elements that GI Joe and Cobra were were scouring the globe for in the in the mass device thing. There were like a couple cubes, like a colored cubes, and like a like a pointy thing. I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not a scientist. I don't, I don't claim to be one. Me and, uh, me and Emily are just kind of, you know, we're skulking around the dark corners of the, of the station trying to find a place that may be a little more fun to record than the, than the chum bucket cleaning station. We're, we're, like I said, roughly, roughly in the area of the power generators. It's not, it's not too bad. I, I guess the main thing going on as of late is we got we got a phone message from AB Silver the other day that I that I thought would uh would entertain and interest you guys a little bit. Let me 
let me uh boot that up and we'll see what uh we'll see what homie had to say. Hello, I see robots. It is me, your good friend AB Silver. I have been meaning to call and ask how you are doing. It has been too long since we last spoke. Let me get to the brass tacks, my friend. Time wasted is money lost. Am I right? Anyway, I have been working with Hollywood icon Johnny Five on a TV project that is set to go to air. It is a wrinkle on a popular genre. I can't say no more. As the show gets closer to air, I would like to come on your show and talk about some of the particulars. While I don't feel that there is much crossover between you and my audiences, it cannot hurt to get the word out to the people in the sticks. I will be in contact soon. J5 says to say hi to your coffee girl Emily. Smell you later, my friend. Yeah, I, I thought that was something that you guys might want to hear. What do you say? You think we should have him on the show when when the show that he's producing gets closer to air? I wonder what it is. Maybe some kind of like a reality show, maybe some sort of like some sort of like Big Brother thing where Johnny Five and other other outdated celebrity robots are all living in a house. It's him. Robbie the Robot, that dude from the day the Earth stood still. I don't know. Um, the maid on the Jetsons, Rosie. I can probably think of a couple others, but I, but I want to ask Emily. Emily, what do you think? Do you think that we should have J uh, J Five and AB Silver on the show? I think that the only way we should invite them here is if we planned on spring some sort of trap and beat them up. I really hate those guys in the mood I'm in lately. If I see that fool J5, I might snap and peel his cap. You're gonna peel his cap? Don't do that. That that might be taking it a bit, uh, a bit too far. Hey, what do you, what do you think that this, uh, this show they're, they're concocting? What do you, what do you, what do you think it might be? I can't even imagine. Something stupid, I'm sure, like a cooking show where they go around to taco trucks around the country looking for the best or charter or something. That's not a bad idea, dude. If they don't do that uh, show with the go-around looking for the best horchata, I definitely want to do that. We, sh- we should do it. Orchata's so good. It's it's really sweet, though. There's there's a lot of sugar, so I, I don't know if I could if I could actually go on a uh, nationwide wide tour. Uh, that's not a bad idea. I, I can't imagine either. I, I wish I knew what they were going to do. Those two idiots together is like a tornado of stupidity. Look, if you want to have them on, you can have them on. I won't kill them or anything, I swear. That's good. At least you won't kill them. It's good enough for me that they know I'd kill them, but won't. For now. That's good. At least, man, Double E, you, uh, you are, you're definitely in a mood today, huh? I am in a mood. This place is really getting to me. Oh yeah? What happened? Jane Walsh saw me showing Kate this new magazine I got. It's about martial arts. It had a great piece about Grandmaster Chuck Sullivan. Word? Grandmaster Chuck Sullivan, the Kempo Karate Master? Yeah, that guy. Anyway, she saw my magazine and rolled her eyes at me. It made me so mad. I want to punch a hole in the wall and flood the whole place. Dude, well, don't do that, you know, because I'll get flooded. I, I, I'm i not like your iceberg. I, I do need oxygen. So please, you know, I don't know if that's something you think about all the time, but uh, please don't punch a hole in the wall and flood the whole place. I won't do it. I just want to do it. And could do it if I wanted to. Anyway, I really hate her. I don't like her a lot either, to be honest. Have you... Have you heard anything at all about, like, the Jupiter moon base? I I recall the last time we spoke, they 
they had kind of sort of mentioned that maybe they would think about reopening it or something. I, I don't know. Have you heard anything else? I heard that they want to reopen the base and are making moves to do so. That sounds good. What kind of moves are they making? I do not know what moves they are making. It's all very vague at this point. Eh, I don't know. At least that's something, right? We could hold out a hope. Hope's always, always a good thing. Emily, thanks for, thanks for dropping by. Thanks for, uh, thanks for playing that message, hitting all the bleeps and bloops. Any, anything you want to say before you go? No, not really. Well, how about go to supportthereport.com and join up on the Patreon site. There is a ton of stuff there and it's good to support things that you like. That's how they know you love them. Emily out. Emily, thanks again for being on the show. And thanks for thanks for dropping that Patreon plug, dude. You should go to support the report and uh, consider becoming a show patron. We, we've been putting a lot of fun stuff up there. I've been doing this thing called the patron-only show, the POS. It's sort of a sort of an on-the-wing-and-a-prayer-on-the-fly deal. I... I go out and about and record as I, as I do this and that. I've recorded from over at the, over at the Dollar Tree, the donut shop. I recorded from the movie theater lobby, from the McDonald's, from the, from the local video arcade Scandia, from the football game I went to, from, from all over the place. It's like, it's like we're hanging out. I record from inside the garage. I, I record like weird commercials and stuff from, from things I'm ripping onto uh, YouTube. Also, make sure to check out the YouTube channel. I see robots television. That that's a lot of fun. I've been putting a a slew of weird things I got out of the uh, out of the VHS vault. It's cool because I rip them up there, and it allows me to it allows me to let go of these things. I I like to buy weird, goopy video cassettes all the time, and it's nice. I just rip them pop them up on YouTube and I can finally I can finally let go usually I put them in the flea market stuff when we, we make our yearly jaunt to the flea market to sell some of the some of the things we we acquire over the over the year recently I I put up a VHS about how to how to get into a better mental state so that you can achieve your your goal of losing the back pain I put one from the the Napa County Office of Education, where they interviewed a bunch of uh, local punk rock teens about smoking cigarettes. I I got a slew of commercial videos. I I go through these videotapes and I, I chop the commercials out and I post the commercials in the bumper. It's a lot of fun. Just uh, go to icrobots.com. There's a link on the on the right side. It has a TV screen on it. If you click on the TV screen, it'll take you. That's fun. Let's uh. Let's move into the next segment, and uh, it's called At the Movies. In a moment, At the Movies without Ebert, Cisco, or even that dude Roper, but you've got icy robots, so that's something, right? I never thought someone like me could end up here. Just a girl from L.A. out at the wrong club on the wrong night. Where am I? Need you to do something. Mess around and I'll kill you. But if I've learned anything, I have a plan. It's that an ordinary girl... Ever since you showed up, the police been one step ahead. ...can do extraordinary things. Miss Bala. We went to the movies this Sunday, and the movie that we saw was a movie that is known as Miss Bala. Bala S. 
Es un como se dice bala in English. I think it's I think it's Bullet. I think she's Miss uh, I think she's Miss Bullet. The movie The movie stars Gina Rodriguez, who you may know from the TV show Jane the Virgin. You may know her from Annihilation. You may know her from my many attempts to make a Ocean's 8. An Ocean's 8 replacement. And Gina Rodriguez was in. She was in every one of them. I I dig her a lot. She's she's one of my gals. I think she has a lot of potential as a movie star. And this this was her first foray into a into like an action an action type thing. The the basic story is that she she's in the wrong place at the wrong time and because of this many bad things happen that she has to she has to find the courage deep within. She has to find her inner action star to survive these these predicaments she's in with a with a Tijuana criminal cartel. I I liked this movie. It was it was like a silly B movie. It wasn't like it was awesome or anything, but it was it was pretty fun to see Gina Rodriguez shoot a machine gun, to see Gina Rodriguez run around and do stuff. I I do have to admit that I thought there would be more action in this than there was. Well, I what I mean to say is I thought that uh, Gina Rodriguez would be involved in more action than she was. The the majority of the things that she does that are action oriented are actually they're like in the in the trailer for the movie. You see her run, you see her shoot. I I wanted to see her do some like backflips. Or, like, swing on a rope from, like, a balcony or, like, shoot a hand grenade out of a grenade launcher or something. I don't know. I I was disappointed in that regard because I wanted to see some, like, I wanted to see some physicality out of her. I wanted to see her, like, kung fu fight somebody or punch somebody in the face. I don't know. I I was not disappointed with the movie overall, but I was disappointed with that, that piece of it. I... I'm not going to say this was like a fantastic movie or anything and that you have to rush out and see because that's not, that's not the case like in any way. It was only, it was only all right. I seriously thought this would be a better movie than it was. The trailers looked good. Gina Rodriguez looked really great in the, in the scenes that I had seen. She was, she was in like sick shape, ready to go out there and kick some butt. But while, while she did kick some butt, I... I was disappointed with the amount of butt that was kicked by her, but the movie itself was not lacking in action in any way. There's like a gunfight every few minutes, but there weren't any like kung fu fights. There were no backflips. There wasn't anybody like jumping backwards up a tree. That that's what I wanted. I I feel like Gina Rodriguez could have a really solid future. She has she has this quality of like in every man. She. She's very pretty, but she's not pretty, like, in a threatening way, like a supermodel. She's pretty, like, she's pretty, like, a nice girl that you would know. She seems like somebody that, that your wife would like, you know? She has, she has, like, a real everyman quality, and I think with, with movies diversifying the way they are, you know, they're adding, like, more diverse characters. I think this is a perfect time to be, like, uh, Gina Rodriguez. She just, she just has to get herself into some... Some more interesting movies. The movies she's been in so far have not been bad by any means. She was in Annihilation last year, and that was great. She was in she was in Deepwater Horizon the year before that. The movie about the uh, the mining rig, the ocean mining rig that exploded. That was that was a lot of fun. And she was up in that up until the end. She she got to be with like Marky Mark Wahlberg all the way up to the end. That was fun. But 
I don't know. Let's see what they say about this movie over on the Tomatoes. It is an action-adventure drama, mystery, and suspense. It was directed by Catherine Hardwick, who you might know, you might know from the uh, Twilight Saga. This was, this was her return. The movie runs for like an hour, hour and 40 minutes. It doesn't play long. It only made $7 million. It stars Gina Rodriguez, Anthony Mackie, Matt Loria, who you might know as Luke Saracen from from Friday Night Lights. The movie is presently at 25, 25% with the critics on the tomato meter. The audience score is 64%. So this, this could be up your alley. 6.4 out of every 10 standard peeps who go see it do enjoy it. And with all that said, on the good old-fashioned Source Magazine mic meter, with one being a dud and five being an all-time classic. I'm going to go ahead and give Miss Mala 2.5 mics. 2.5 mics. Please drop by supportthereport.com and consider becoming a show patron for as low as a measly dollar a month. It's the right thing to do. You made it this far, it's time. The final segment. The Icy Robots Radio Pop Culture slash Toy News slash Other Boring Stuff Informational Moment. Alright, we are back for what is the final segment of the show. I I don't know if we have ever reached the end at the at the 18 minute mark since the since the early days of the 30 minute show. But like I said, things have been crazy busy up there on the earth base. Things are going bananas. It's all in a good way. Don't worry. Nothing nothing bad. Just really busy with various family things. So the show's gonna have to be a bit short and sadly, I don't know if the craziness is gonna be stopping anytime soon. I can't I can't guarantee that next week's show is going to be any longer than this one, but I do need for you guys to know that I am absolutely doing my best to get something good out to you each and every week. I try. Some weeks it's easier than others. Some weeks the show, some weeks the show it feels like it's just, it's just like flowing out of me and it's easy. Sometimes it's, it's hard and I got to record like a segment here and a segment there. It's, I don't know. It is what it is. I do my best and I just want for you guys to know that. Let's. Let's do some Mego talk. I feel like we've been putting this off week after week after week. The the wave four Migos are starting to show up in some Target stores. Not mine. I have I have been looking. The the ones that are gonna be in stores, as far as I understand it, are Muhammad Ali, Andre the Giant, Farrah Fawcett, and Marilyn Monroe. I I may not be 100% accurate, but I do know that Muhammad Ali's are showing up. I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures here and there, and I, I want this one pretty bad. I would like to have a like dojo fights between my Action Jacks and his karate gi and, and the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali. I'd also, I'd also like to see Action Jackson have a go at Andre the Giant and see how that turns out. I, I would imagine that Action Jackson's gonna take it right to him. Andre, while being a giant, was not known as a as a shooter, which is a professional wrestling parlance for a real fighter. There, there were a couple occasions where people tried him, and Andre, while being a monstrous dude, did not, did not come out on top. If you're interested in that, go online and look up a, a match between Akira Maeda 
and Andre the Giant the match. The match completely went south and Maeda ended up he ended up kicking Andre to the ground. He he chopped him down at the knees and Andre Andre was left floundering around on the ground like a like a fish, like a giant trout. It was it was a sad spectacle, especially for those of us who who love Andre. There is also a Joe Namath that is readily available on Target.com. That's going to be a Target.com exclusive. I haven't I haven't ordered it yet, even though I do want it. I'm kind of waiting until they have like a two-for-one or like a free shipping type situation. I, I'm just not willing to spend the $14.99 for the Migos and then like an additional $7 to ship. I, I don't know why they don't offer the Migos for in-store pickup. I go... I go over to the Target like maybe once a week, maybe once every other week, and if I could, if I could just have my figures delivered there and pick them up while I was in the store, I'd, I'd be apt to do that all the time. It'd be so, so easily convenient. The Target's right around the corner from the Dig, and we go to the Dig all the time. We could just kill two birds with one stone. There are, there are also additional amigos that are going to be available outside of Target. I. I do not know if these are going to be available in stores or if they are just online. A lot of a lot of the online toy vendors already have these available for pre-order. I'm looking I'm looking at a site right now and you can pre-order Bruce Lee, which is one I definitely want. They have a Dracula. It's a Dracula, but his cape the interior of his cape is a red. I I don't think I'm going to get that one. If I saw it in the store, I might. I could I could use another Drac, but I definitely won't order. There's Elvis. Elvis looks a lot like Kurt Russell in this one. He's he's a dead ringer for the dude. Then they are also going to be releasing some additional monsters. They have Freddy Krueger. And I, I can imagine Freddy Krueger is going to be a hot seller. You're going to get a werewolf, but this werewolf has a blue shirt. And then there's a glow-in-the-dark Frankenstein, which is, to me, a thing of beauty. The... The Frankenstein that was the original release. He came with he came with a chain. I put the chain around his neck. I don't know what to do with it. But the the glow in the dark Frankenstein's chains are they they wrap around his wrist like like handcuffs. There's also there is also a invisible man with a translucent plastic head. I like it. You can you can find these online. Somebody here is selling the the entire case on pre-order for eighty ninety nine. You get all you get all six. That's not that's not bad. They are also re-releasing Jimi Hendrix, but he has a different outfit. He's wearing he's wearing like a puffy pirate shirt, like Jerry Seinfeld had in the famous episode. And like like a floppy hat. There is also going to be a Captain Kirk in dress uniform, which is kind of neat, as well as a uh, Mister Spock in a dress uniform. Those are. Those are all neat. When I poke around the internet, I can only seem to find the monster figures available for pre-order in a set of six. I do not know if at any point they will be available like one at a time because I do want them, but I don't think I want the werewolf in the blue shirt or the Dracula in the red cape. I think they're cool, but I already already have those two. I want the Freddy Krueger. I want the Nosferatu. I want the... I want the glow-in-the-dark Frankenstein, but I don't know. If I if I had to get all six, I, I guess I would. I, I don't know. That's It looks as if the price for the set of six on pre-order for most of the sites is around... It's around 80 bucks, which is like... 
that's like twelve or thirteen dollars a figure. It's not, it's not bad. It's not a crazy price or anything. But I, I would much rather be able to pick and choose the ones that I want. Mego, Mego had been promising a big announcement for, for like a few weeks now. People have been. People had been on the edge of their seats waiting for this announcement. Some people were hoping that it would be a a redo of Planet of the Apes or maybe they would get the license for 8-inch Marvel figures. But it turns out that they have worked out an agreement with Stan Lee's entertainment company to to make figures from a bunch of unreleased Stan Lee figures. I guess that's cool. I I got nothing against Stan Lee. The dude is one of the most creative dudes in the history of dudes. But um, I... I would have rather it had been an agreement with Marvel, but new Migos are new Migos, man. I'm not, I'm not going to complain. Oh, they, they are also going to be issuing a set of the Impractical Jokers, the, the true TV show. I've never, I've never seen it, but I understand that it has a, a pretty fair audience. So I guess, I guess that's cool if you're into it. I, I have a lot of weird TV shows that I watch, and if they made Migos off of those, I would... I would be ecstatic, but, uh, I, I don't know, it's cool, they're, they're definitely trying, they're definitely reaching out and they're doing interesting things, they, they have completely changed the card art for the, for the new ones coming out in Way 4, and they look, they look fantastic, I was, I was a bit saddened to hear that they did not have a Kiss figure in Way 4, I, I went ahead and I invested in a, uh, in the first two that came out, hoping that I would be able to get the whole group. If I would have known that they weren't going to be coming out with all of them, I don't even know if I would have, if I would have gotten involved. But hey, it is what it is. Let me, uh, let me tell you a quick story that's, that's somewhat Mego related. The other day, me and the wife were heading over to the, heading over to the Target after we were at the dig. And we're, we're walking in and the old wife had a, she had a bag of peanuts, and she's like, hey, do you want a couple peanuts? And I, I turn around, and I see, I see the local toy scalper from a, from a few episodes back, and I'm like, oh my gosh, homie's going to get the Migos before I do, so I, I swatted the peanuts out of her hand, I knocked them on the ground, I'm just kidding, I didn't do that, but I, I gave her a look like, you know, aiming my head toward the, the toy scalper, so she would, she would see who he is, she recognizes him as well, and she, she got the wide-eyed look, and we both started walking, like, speed walking as fast as we could through the target. I knew that Homie was going toward the Migos, because that's where I saw him last time, and I, I know the store like the back of my hand, so I'm like, let's, let's, like, cut through the middle. Let's cut through some rows and maybe, maybe make a shorter, shorter route. So, we're, we're zipping, we're zipping, we're zipping, and I'm, like, cutting this way and dodging this way, and I can see him up ahead, and I can see that, like... I can see we're gaining ground on him by going a shorter route, and I, I feel very confident that we're gonna, that we're gonna win when I, like, I turn the corner, and there was some kid right in the middle of the aisle, sitting there with his mom, who was also sitting there playing with some toys, and I, like, I had to, like, make a longer detour to get around him, and we got, we got beat to the Migos. It was very, very disheartening, but when we got there, I saw that there were no new ones, so it doesn't really matter anyway, but I, I still hate to lose. I hate to lose to the local toy scalper, even if it's just, even if it's just a race. Let me, let me tell you another, another weird story that had me like, it had me doubting reality. I was, I was flipping through our local newspaper, the Press Democrat, trying to see what cool movies came out. And they had a review of a movie called Arctic. And they said, 
They said that this movie was available online. It starred it starred the homie who was Galen Erso in in Rogue One, the dude from Hannibal. And I'm like, this sounds pretty good. It was a story of how his plane crashes in the Arctic and he has to he has to make it on his own to survive. And I'm like, that sounds cool. So I, I'm going and I'm digging through Netflix trying to find it, right? Because I was under the impression that it was a Netflix release. So I'm digging, I'm digging through there and all I can find is a movie called Polar, which also stars Galen Erso that also came out that day. But in the movie Polar, it's like he's an assassin or something with an eye patch. I don't know. And I'm like, this is really weird. And then when I, when I typed in the word Arctic trying to find the movie, it would... It would take me to Polar, and by this time, I had tossed the paper into the recycling bin, so I wasn't able to, like, able to look back, and I'm, like, totally, totally confused as to what was going on. Like, I could understand how I might get the title of the movie wrong, but then when I'm looking it up, they, they're, like, completely different things. It was, it was so weird. Eventually, I discovered that the Arctic is a completely different movie that was, that was dropped at the... At the same time, isn't that super weird that Mads Mikkelsen would be in two different movies that are coming out the same week with, like, cold weather-related names? One was named Polar, one was named Arctic. I don't, I don't know. The movie Arctic isn't playing anywhere near me, so I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to wait till that one comes to a good old Joe video to get, but, um, I, I don't know for a while. It had me, like, really confused. You ever... You ever have these moments where you think something happened or you remember something happened, but then the more you look into it, it may or may not have happened. I, I don't know, dude. I was, I was starting to doubt myself. I was starting to doubt reality altogether. I, I don't know. I got over it. I'm, I'm back to normal, back to, back to my normal reality living self. What else is going on? I'm still I'm still digging on Star Trek Discovery. You can find Star Trek Discovery online on the the CBS All Access. It's only it's only like five bucks a month. If you get it, go through thelogbook.com. I think that right now we are on episode number four, and I'm I'm digging it. To me, it is well worth five dollars a month to every Thursday we get to come home and watch a brand new Star Trek that we haven't seen eight million times. It gives me and the old wife something, something really to look forward to each and every week. I, I feel as if I have seen every episode of Star Trek like 900 million times. So having something, having something brand new that is Star Trek is really, it's really dynamite. The, the theme of the season this year seems to be that they, they are exploring faith, like the, the issue of a of a faith-based life in the far-flung super scientific future. You have you have Michael Burnham, who is played by Sonequa Martin Green. She was raised on Vulcan. She is the she's the adopted sister of Mr. Spock. She is all she is all logic. And then you have Captain Pike, who, while while being a scientist, he was also raised the son of a of a theologian who was also a scientist. Everybody, everybody in the Star Trek future is, there's some kind of a scientist, but he, he battles with the ideas of, is it possible to have faith in a world where so many, so many things have already been explained by scientists? There, 
they're out there looking for these, they're like red flashes in space that seem, seem to perform miraculous feats. Like they brought, they brought people from Earth way back in the day to a, to a far front planet to avoid, to avoid a disaster. I, I don't want to give a lot away, but the, the theme is, it's interesting to me. I, I know that there must be, like, religious folks in the, in the world of Starfleet, and this has been something that has been touched on in the past. You, you saw the, uh, Kirk and them go far, far, far out into space, and they, they meet a being with godlike powers, so you, you get the whole, the whole argument as to whether to, to a primitive being, would a far, flung scientific race be considered be considered godlike i i'm digging it so far it's giving me stuff to think about it's giving me fun stuff to watch there are some neat action pieces it's it's been really dope i i know there are a lot of people who don't like star trek discovery there there's like a whole cadre of people who are like that's not star trek i i myself am of the opinion uh that that Star Trek is whatever they say it is. If they put out a new show and it's it's like Starfleet related, then then it's Star Trek. I think it's totally fine to say that you don't like a show. I I don't love like every single Star Trek show as much as I love some other ones, but the the idea that it's not Star Trek because it doesn't it doesn't mesh maybe with what you think is Star Trek or maybe what you think what you think Star Trek has been and maybe should be. I I don't know. I am of the camp that I'm just happy to have more Star Trek. The the more Star Trek that there is in the world for me to watch, the the happier I am. And I think I think that I'm gonna be getting uh, fairly happy because they're gonna be following up this with um three three seasons of a Captain Picard show. I guess it is not Captain Picard. It is Picard. They they have not given away a lot of the plot details of the show, but if if you asked me to imagine what it is, I imagine a show that is it's in the future of the Starfleet career of Captain Picard. And he's on the vineyard and Jordy's out there looking for him and they they spend some time together, like using those um those like green plastic strips that you use when you're gardening to um you know tie the bases of your plants to um posts and stuff. They they spend time together doing that, working in the vineyard, talking about life, chit chatting about things. I I would fully watch that show, but I don't I don't actually think that's what it is. But it would it would be interesting. I wonder I wonder what it's gonna be. I wonder what happened in Picard's life after Starfleet and in between. In between retirement on the vineyard, I'm sure he had, I'm sure he had some kind of adventures. I'm sure he had some kind of life. He he was a bit aged by that point, so I don't think he was. I don't think he was like running out there being a mercenary and fighting Klingons on the on the side who could ever pay him the most. But I'm sure he did some interesting stuff, and I'm looking forward to looking forward to seeing that. I I saw it during the Super Bowl. I only watched like a few minutes of it, but I saw during the Super Bowl a commercial for a Twilight Zone show that's going to be, I believe it is produced and hosted by Jordan Peele, who we all know from Keen Peele. We all know him from Get Out. It's it's going to be pretty cool from the look of it. And this is, 
This is also going to be on CBS All Access. It drops on April 1st. I'm I'm looking forward to that too. So you're going to have Star Trek Discovery. You're going to have that. You're going to have Picard. I know they're working on another animated another animated uh Star Trek type thing and there's going to be some kind of like dark secret ops show with the Captain Giorgio from the Mirror Universe. So I don't know, man. It seems like the uh, CBS All Access may be the place to be for a while. And while we are on the uh, while we're on the topic of Star Trek, as as we are recording this, I have just gotten news that Mego has acquired the rights to release 14-inch Star Trek figures. I I do dig the 14-inchers. I think I think they have like a really neat, uh, unique charm to them. But in in as far as collecting goes, I I feel like I was caught a caught a mania when they first came out. But as of as of now, I'm kind of out on the 14 inch ones. I'm gonna focus I'm gonna focus on the eight inchers. I I kind of figured that for the price of a 14 inch one, I could go over to like the Figure Toy Company website and get a get a neat remake of an eight incher from the past, like Captain America. Or Batman or somebody that I don't have in my collection. But the idea of the idea of 14-inch Star Trek ones is pretty neat. I don't know if I don't know if I'd be able to pass on a 14-inch Mr. Spock if I if I saw one in the store. It would be it would be uh pretty hard to be to be honest. If I saw it like in person and he looked neat, I I don't know, man. I don't think I'd be able to actually turn it down, but I I would try. I would try to be strong, but I don't, I don't know if I would be able to be, let's see what else is going on. It's, there wasn't a flea market this week, which is like a real, a real rarity when the flea market is rained out, they'll take it inside of the veterans building, but the, the rain came unexpectedly and the inside of the building was booked for something else. So there was no flea market. So I didn't get to go do that. And that's like a big that's like a big part of my week, man. We go to the one in Santa Rosa. We go to the one in Sebastopol every week. And it's weird when we don't get to do so. It feels like the week, like the week didn't actually happen. And I understand that it's gonna, it's gonna happen again. There's more rain on tap for the weekend. And I don't know what, I don't know what the flea market is going to do. I haven't, I haven't heard anything. I get a email every week from the Mojo Sales Flea Market because I've, I've sold garbage there in the past, so they they try to keep me keep me on the mailing list, and I'll usually get one letting me know what the what the deal's gonna be, and I haven't yet. But my gut says there's not gonna be another flea market, which is which is kind of a bummer. It's kind of sad. I I don't know. Here is uh, here's some good news. We picked up a new patron this week. We we were joined by Engineer Nerd himself at Engineer Nerd. He is the latest to join the to join the ranks of the proud, the the gold level members of the Toys R Us Report Support Club. He gets he gets access to all the patron only stuff. There are like six episodes of the patron only show. There's like fifteen episodes of my mixtape music show. There's a bunch of real wisdom. It's it's a lot of fun, and it is all worthwhile, man. All the, all the funds go to help keep the show on the air, which, which is really important. So if you are interested in joining Engineer Nerd and being a good human being, go to, go over to supportthereport.com, and you can get all the details. You can, 
you can get down with all the extra content for as low as a dollar a month. It's not it's not that much. If you lost a dollar today, you would hardly notice, man, but it could make all of the difference in the world to us down here. Down here under the sea, we try to bring the show to you guys each and every week despite despite the adversity. Despite the travails of life, I do my best to sit down and do this for you guys every week. I think that is, I think that's worth at least a buck. So, thank you to Engineer Nerd. You can follow him at Engineer Nerd. You can hear him all the time on Action Figure Blues. That's at AF Blues. That's a podcast about toys. It's a lot of fun. It's great. I I think that we are getting about toward the end of the show. I... I don't know what else there is to say. So, we will be back next week. We might have another abbreviated show. Things are crazy, man. Things are bananas. What What can I say? I am doing my best. So, until next time, for Iceberg, for Emily, for Ensign Kate, for AB Silver, thanks for calling in. For Engineer Nerd, thanks for throwing some of your hard-earned cash behind us. This is me, Icy Robot, signing off. Episode number 184. If you don't know... I know. This has been an IC Robots Radio production. IC Robots Radio is a listener-supported in day R. If you like what we do and we make your day a little easier, please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week. Everybody love everybody! Come on! Portions of our broadcast day may be presented either in whole or in part by means of videotape or film reproduction. This is KTXL TV 40, signing off the air, ending another schedule of broadcasting. KTXL, Sacramento, Stockton, California.